Welcome to Pandora's Vox. I'm Pandora, and let my voice carry you into ages long past. Today we will travel to the prehistory of Greek mythology. The era after the gods wrested control of the heavens from the titans. It is time for me to tell my story. But to properly tell my story, I have to tell the story of another. A titan named Prometheus. You might know of him as the figure who gave fire to humanity and was punished for it. Have patience. I'll get there. Prometheus, or Forethought, was a titan who in some myths was credited with the creation of humanity, or was even an ancestor of humanity itself. According to Hesiod's Theogony, not long after the gods took control of the world, a banquet was held between the mortal humans and the immortal Olympians. Prometheus was invited to this banquet. Here, he took upon himself the task of dividing the portions of the meal. You see, this was a very important task. The portions given would determine what part of the sacrifice each group would derive sustenance from. Tricky Prometheus cut into the ox, which was the meal for the banquet, setting aside the meat and hiding it within the disgusting stomach of the ox. That was one portion. The other portion consisted of bones dressed up in fat to look appealing. Zeus, the king of the gods, was given first choice between the portions. Now, we can get into a debate of whether Zeus was actually tricked or whether he let himself appear to be tricked in order to have an excuse to punish humanity. But we won't. Regardless of whether or not he was actually fooled, Zeus chose the portion of bones and fat, leaving humanity the meat. From now on, humans would cook and eat meat to survive, and burn the bones and fat as an offering to the gods. And boy, was Zeus enraged by this. As punishment for this trick, Zeus took away humanity's means of cooking their food, fire. By doing this in his eyes, he made humans no better than any other animal, uncivilized and wild. Now we get to the commonly known part. Prometheus stole fire back for the humans, and for this, he was punished. The witty titan was chained to a rock, cursed to have an eagle come and eat his liver each day, only for it to grow back at night the cycle repeating for almost an eternity, until the hero Hercules eventually slew the eagle. Zeus allowed humanity their fire now, but he wasn't tolerant of being tricked, so he punished humanity once more. You see, up until this point, the only humans were male. It wasn't humanity so much as it was mankind. However humanity procreated in that era, only the gods know. But Zeus took that means away, and he and the Olympians created the first woman. Me, Pandora, the all-gifted, as each god bestowed a gift upon me. Hephaestus crafted me out of clay to look as beautiful as the immortal goddesses. Athena taught me crafts such as weaving and sewing, those that were seen as befitting a woman at that time. Aphrodite made me even more desirable to men. 
Hermes gave me a shameless mind and deceitful nature. I was clothed in finery and cursed with curiosity. Then I was sent Prometheus's brother, Epimetheus, the titan of afterthought. In modern terms, you might call him a big himbo. I was not Epimetheus's only gift. He was also given a jar, a pithos, what came to be known as a box in later translations. Both I and the jar were presented to Epimetheus, me as a gift and the jar to guard. Unsuspecting Epimetheus, who had been told by Prometheus to never accept a gift from Zeus, took these gifts. As some might say, he didn't look a gift horse in the mouth. And if you're familiar with the fall of Troy, you know all too well how that ends. Anyway, Epimetheus took me as his bride and told me to never, ever open the jar. But I was designed to disobey. One day when he was away, I couldn't help myself any longer. I ripped open the lid of the jar. Before we continue, I want to tell you a bit more about humanity at this point. These men had never experienced trouble or evil in their lives. Until the jar was opened, and all that caused sorrow and mischief to men was unleashed. I tried to close the jar. I did! And I managed to! But the only thing remaining in the jar was Elpis. Hope. So the curse laid upon mankind by my existence was twofold. First, I unleashed all that was evil upon them, and now they needed those of my kind, women, in order to reproduce. As Hesiod, the author of two accounts of my myth, may say, women were now a necessary evil. For from her is the race of women and female kind. Of her is the deadly race and tribe of women who live amongst mortal men to their great trouble. Now, Pandora, you may ask, how does the act of one woman make all women evil? And I will answer. Hesiod, and no doubt many other men in his time, saw womankind as unnecessary evil. For just like me, women are crafty and curious. We bring misfortune to men. We cause them to toil in order to clothe and feed us, all for the price of carrying on their bloodline. Women are a punishment to men. Isn't that horrible? Look at it from a modern perspective. This frames women as evil in nature, as a literal curse upon humanity. Today it feels absolutely insane to learn that anyone ever thought like this. But perhaps this bit of misogyny is where some future sexism stemmed from. All over a myth. Interestingly enough, parallels can be drawn between the myth of Pandora's box and the biblical tale of Eve. Two women who both disobeyed an order and in turn caused suffering for humanity. So, there you have it. My story. The story of Pandora's box. But really, I think the most important thing to take from this is that it was never a box. It was a jar ajar. All jokes aside, I would like to point out one more interesting thing. Now, my punishment to be here teaching you this is not part of any myth, 
But isn't it funny how I, Pandora, was vilified for being what I was created to be? Doing what I was meant to do. Does being designed to do evil make you evil? Why call me a villain? Why not Zeus? Ah, lovely. Well, I think that's my signal. Thank you for listening to my tales today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave positive feedback in whatever way you can. Perhaps that'll calm Mr. Thunderpants down. Tune in again to see which topic or tale escapes next episode. And remember, whatever I may unleash, hope remains.